Welcome to Walking in His Word, Detroit, coming at you from Cornerstone Church in Highland, Michigan. Yes, 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 folks. Welcome back to Walking in His Word. How's everybody doing today? I hope you're doing great today. I'm doing pretty good, Pastor Aaron. I got, uh, I feel a little rundown. (laughs) A little rundown? Uh Uh-huh. Just a little. Just a little. Okay. And I'm praying that it just starts to fade away. Oh, that's a good prayer. And today, Pastor, you're in luck today. I am. Because, or maybe maybe the Holy Spirit was just orchestrating some things today. I don't know, whatever you want to call it. But today, we're going to listen to a message about gratitude. Mm. And uh, this was really cool for me because I actually didn't get to hear this message live. Um, and this is going to be an awesome week here at Walking in His Word. You want to tune in every single day because we actually have three different preachers. Uh, pastor Luke, you're one of them. Yep. Um, our associate pastor, Pastor Steve, and then your wife, Jen Forstoff. You guys are all bringing the word, working together, kind of collaborating on this message. It's really, really good, but it's all about gratitude. And I, I've been listening to it as we're just getting ready for it. The first time I got to listen to it. And it's going to be a really, really powerful message. And we're talking about gratitude as an offense. Yes. So we were studying this out as a team just for a little bit, talking this through. And we all realized that the enemy absolutely hates an attitude of gratitude. Yeah, come on. And when you walk around with thankfulness... It drives the enemy crazy. I think Pastor Steve even says something that just an attitude of gratitude gives the devil hives. <laughs> and, he, and, and in order to get rid of his hives, he's just got to get out of that that area. Yeah. And it really does send the enemy away. Yeah. And it's like a weapon. I that, love it. Yeah. It is. It's a weapon. Just a just an attitude of thanks constantly. Just being thankful for things in life. And I think this message will inspire you and motivate you and empower you to be a little bit more thankful, mm-hmm. to look back and be thankful, to be thankful in the present as well, to see the little things to be thankful for. And it's going to be a message that's going to empower you to use thankfulness as an offensive weapon against the enemy's attacks. Man, I'm excited about it. Let's go. We're going to talk about how gratitude can be used as an offense against the enemy. But next week, we're going to talk about how gratitude can be used as defense. So tonight's offense and next week's defense. You guys ready? Yes. This was a great study for me. And uh, if we repeat anything, you can blame the Holy Spirit. That must mean that you need to hear it more than once, okay? Because all, all we did was just got together for like five or ten minutes and said, okay, we're going to depend on the Holy Spirit to, to lead us. So uh, this is gratitude part one, uh, the offensive weapon of gratitude. And I like to call it taking ground, taking ground. And then the defense would be standing or holding ground. And sometimes, you know, the Bible tells us that we need to do that. So gratitude as an offensive weapon. Uh, I'd like to read to you Colossians 2, verses 6 and 7. Uh, But since we only have about 15 minutes, 
You can at home read chapter 2, verse 1 to 8. You'll get the full context there. But in uh, Colossians 2, 6, it says, As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding with thanksgiving. The words in it were in one Greek version, but in another Greek version, in it is not there. So I, I like that other version, abounding with thanksgiving. There's some really important words. These two verses are just packed full of uh, action verbs. And uh, I just want to give you a few brief definitions. That word received, as you therefore have received Christ, it means that you've taken hold, that you have learned of Christ, that you have apprehended Christ as he was transmitted to us via the Holy Spirit. We learn Christ like the nine people that, that Pablo had the privilege to lead to the Lord. Uh, he transmitted that message and they received Christ. So it's a very powerful verb. And then it says to walk in him. That means to follow, to advance or to progress, to take advantage of every opportunity afforded you. Then it tells us to be rooted, which means to be thoroughly grounded and established, to be built up. So then we build on top of that what has been established, that foundation, those roots, those roots in the seed, they start growing down. You can't see them. And then the stalk comes up and then the, the, the uh, plant uh, grows and produces fruit. But you got to have those roots to keep it from blowing away like a tumbleweed. Pastor Tim likes to use that analogy. The tumbleweed that's not rooted in anything and any kind of breeze that comes up, it just blows it to the next county or the next state, wherever it might be. Then, so to, be, to build is to continue to grow and increase. So you know how they build. And when we go to Egypt and some other third world nations, you always see re-rod at the top of the buildings. You ever notice? And satellite dishes. They all have satellite dishes. But as they build, they leave the re-rod there. I think it's like a governmental thing. So they don't have to pay as many taxes or the next time they start to build on it as their family grows or whatever, uh, they can do so without pulling the permits. And you think a permit's hard to pull here in Michigan? Yeah, try it over there in Egypt or one of those other nations. So to uh, continue to grow and increase, to be established is to confirm and make sure. And then I love this word abounding, abounding. It means abundantly. It means overflowing, excelling. And the Greeks in, in the Bible days used this word uh, when they were talking about a flower. So you've seen flowers, and they, they, early on, they're little buds. You know spring's coming when the trees get the little buds on them. When the, when the, the, we have uh, rows of Sharon plants in our backyard, and they got a pretty good-sized bud. And then you ever see a lily? The buds are like three inches long. But that's not the glory of the flower. The glory's inside that. And then when it comes to full fruition, it blooms. And that's when you see even Solomon is not arrayed like one of those flowers. Amen? And, and then thanksgiving. 
and you'll probably be familiar with the root word here, eucharistia. You've heard of the Eucharist, right? And that is simply a Greek word that means good grace, good grace. Uh, it means gratitude, and you can use this gratitude to worship God. And I got a definition in one of John Piper's articles on gratitude, and he calls it the completion of encouragement. The completion of encouragement. Or it should be, anyway. It should be. When we're encouraged in the Lord, when we're encouraged by, uh, by his word, by the Holy Spirit, who is the encourager, the comforter, right? And we're encouraged by a message that you've heard or by a friend when you're, you're going through something difficult, then we should respond by giving gratitude and praise to God. Now, I got a few uh, places in Scripture that I'm going to go over quickly with you. One in the Old Testament and two, uh, yeah, one in the Old and two in the New. The first one's in Second Chronicles 5, and this is when the, the temple was completed. And Solomon was dedicating the temple. And he prayed this great prayer. And it says, I'm just not going to read the whole thing, but it says when he was done, the, all the, the band, uh, the, the choir, they had one voice. They were in one voice. They were all in unity and they were praising and thanking God. And it says then, that he, they said, for he is good. God is good. His mercy endures forever. And the house of the Lord was filled with a cloud so that the priest could not continue ministering because of the cloud for the glory of the Lord filled the house of God. Now, did you know, now we're, we're advancing, we're taking ground. And let me say this, when the glory of the Lord fills any place, the enemy is nowhere to be found. When he came into that temple, that enemy was getting hives and coughing and choking and out he ran, and away he went. When he fills this temple, the enemy has no place in it, and we're chasing him away. We're resisting the enemy, and he's fleeing. And we do this with gratitude. We do it with gratitude. You're taking ground, ground that the trespasser took illegally. We can lawfully take it back. He's a trespasser, and he's there without a permit. We can take it back. Another example, in Acts chapter 16. So Paul and Silas and Timothy uh, had joined together, and I believe they were in Philippi. And so they, they come across this woman who was basically a slave to these uh, masters that were making money off of her because she had a spirit of divination. So she was like, like a psychic, a modern-day psychic. Well, I love how it says this in this passage. I'm not going to read it to you. I'll just paraphrase it. But uh, it says that Paul and Silas were greatly annoyed by her. And uh, she was mocking, and she was doing all that. So, uh, well, they had an answer. They said to the spirit of uh, divinity, come out of her. And that spirit had to obey because they had the authority of Jesus Christ. 
When I was five years old, Pastor Luke, I was here on, a, I believe it was a Sunday morning, you know, just in, in children's church, in children's ministry. And uh, one of my my teachers at the time, I remember uh, for some reason, like this lesson that she taught really distinctly, I remember it was, it was Miss Nancy Armstrong. She was teaching this lesson and she was talking about how when we when we, when we did three things, when we praised God, when we thanked God, and when we quoted the scripture, that the devil had to run so fast, his pants would fall off. And that <laughs> might be why I remember it, because I thought it was so funny the way that she said it. Oh, if my kids had heard that. They'd be laughing and laughing. Yeah, and I, like like I was five, and I'm, that was twenty years ago. I'm twenty five now. I remember that so distinctly. I could tell you exactly where I was sitting. I could picture her being up there teaching that class of, of kindergartners. I remember her saying that. But I I love that that I can remember that from way back then because it's so true. And Pastor Steve is talking about this here that the the devil has to bow to the the authority of Jesus when we start to get thankful and just begin to thank God for what He's doing, the devil can't stand it. Yeah. I think I think many times, Pastor Aaron, we maybe allow room for the enemy in our life with our grumblings and murmurings yeah. about every little day things. We kind of give the enemy a little foothold into our, into our mind and our heart, into our day. But boy... If you can start your day with a prayers of thanks, come on, it's you'll change your entire mindset for the whole day. Absolutely. And I really want to encourage all of our listeners to start your day with thanks. Come on. Prayers so of thanks. Love it. Okay, listeners. Been great to be with you today. It's we'll be right awesome. back here tomorrow morning. Walking in his word. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. If you'd like more information on Cornerstone Church, such as service times or location, check out the website at cornerstonehighland.com or follow us on social media at cornerstonecc.